0: And good afternoon to you wherever you may be. Welcome to Podcast Omatic Baseball, where we play the classic American board game, Stratomatic. I'm Pete, and I'm Tom. Uh, all right, so what do we need to know about this game before we start to play it? Well, one thing you, we you've already mentioned, which is uh, that it's an American classic. It's it, it's an American treasure, uh, I think, and. Um, it was uh, it's a it's a baseball simulation game played with uh, on a board with cards and dice, dice and charts and charts, graphs, graphs. Um, so much data yeah it's a uh, it's uh, and it was invented uh, by I think uh, like an 11 year old boy who was obsessed with uh, creating a baseball simulation game with dice and cards and graphs. That would enable him to have a true simulation of a real baseball game. The level of nerdery. Oh yeah, and going I think, into this game is, I would say, unparalleled. Yes, and if you if you're not aware of it, um, I encourage you to, to to find out more. But those who do know about this uh, are probably nerds, and yes, and were probably introduced to their nerddom through this game. All right, so let's go over the basics of uh, the gameplay, just so we can. Uh, Yeah, dispense with that. Dispense with that. All right, so every player has a card. There's a list of possible outcomes on the cards that are associated with different numbers, and you get the number of whatever outcome it is by rolling the dice. So if I roll the dice, so, and I get three uh, with the one white die, and then I add the two red die together, that's four. So I look up, the third column, the fourth result, is a home run. Wow! Just so happens. It just so happens that the card I'm looking at that would be a home run for that that player. That's uh, so that's basically how it works. Now uh, the, the, of course, it couldn't just be that simple. There has to be uh, more. There has to be more numbers, more data, more charts to look at, uh, which basically comes to. Well, this is where the 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 the, the, the complication begins. So. Uh, Pete just referred to the white dice. Now, the white dice tells you the column on the batter's card, which is a 1, 2, or a 3. Now, if you were to roll a 4, 5, and a 6, you would be on the pitcher's card. Right. So, the pitcher's card basically has uh, all the other outcomes, but they basically are the ones that are usually more in favor of the pitcher rather than the hitter. So, uh, there's usually it's mostly outs on the pitcher's card, even if it's not a good pitcher. And if it's a really good pitcher, then it's basically you're not going to get a hit on the pitcher's card. Yes. So you don't want to get the four, fives, and sixes. You want to get the one, twos, and threes on the column. However, if you do get on the pitcher's card, that brings us to what Peter was just referring to, which is the uh, the additional charts and graphs. The fielding grounds. chart. And fielding we're, and chart. I mean, you know, we're into this game. We like it, but, but we, we stick to the basic fielding chart. I mean, even for us, to get more advanced than that is yes, but if you want to, you can do that with. There this is game. A, an advanced version of this game and a super advanced version of this game. I have I, never even ventured. I don't even uh, want. I'm a to traditionalist. Be... I'm a basic man. Basic basic fielding. So et so when the basic fielding chart, you might hear this sound. That's the twenty sided dice. That's the twenty sided dice. Make it a little Dungeons and Dragons-y. Yeah. Did you Dungeons just and... a quick a quick question? Did you. Were you first introduced to the 20-sided die in this game or in Dungeons & Dragons? Dungeons & Dragons. That was the original 20-sided die game. That was the original 20-sided die experience. Yeah. Uh, yeah, And it was was, transported to this game. I was a dwarf. You were a dwarf? That was your uh, class? Is it a class in Dungeons & Dragons? I don't know. Uh, a race. I don't know. You ever played Dungeons and Dragons. I never I never played it, I just know that I pl- I played this game, Stratomatic, at the simultaneous to playing Dungeons and Dragons. So I was I was pretty pretty hardcore. <laughs> pretty hardcore. You could say. <laughs> you could say. So okay. So you roll the twenty sided die. And then you look at the basic fielding chart. Yeah. So if that's so for instance if there's a ground ball to first base and your first baseman's fielding rating now this is where the fielding comes into play if he's if he's a say uh, rated a two on a scale of one to five one being the best and five being the worst yes you roll the 20-sided dice and it's a three and then you have to look on the chart so you go to the second column cap and then you three. go one two three and that's an out that's an out. And that's okay. how that's how you do the results. And that's how you do the results. And that's pretty much it for the results. Yeah. So you may hear us during the game reading out some stuff from the chart, and uh, there's lots of details. There's footnotes on this chart you okay. have to read. Yeah. Um, it's it, very there's very fine text. We'll, we'll to try read. to move it as long as fast as we can. Just trust us. Uh, you'll know the results of of uh, each of uh, the key at bats to the game, um, and we'll just keep you keep the keep it moving. Um, but just, as with everything in this game, there's always. You know, references to be made. There's there's numbers to be read. It's a lot of random, seemingly random numbers that are being shouted out. Yes. Um, but the thing to remember is that they all represent things that could happen in a real baseball game, and that's uh, once you start playing the game. Yes. It becomes you start to see the numbers as as meaning what they yes. are supposed to mean. Okay. So the first game that we're going to play is a recreation of the 1927 uh, World Series, but uh, in some ways it's a, some would call it a thought experiment. I think, I think you could call it a thought experiment um, for, for our times, for these challenging times. Sure. Um, many baseball fans and historians consider the 1927 New York Yankees featuring you know the immortal Babe Ruth and Lou Gehrig as perhaps synonymous with the greatest team of all time. And in that year, they won 110 games and then they swept in four games to none, the Pittsburgh Pirates. They were no match. Yes, for, for they the were Yankees. they were no match for the And if you look at the if you look at the lineups, I mean, it's really it's it's not fair. It's not fair. The the Pittsburgh Pirates had two uh Hall of Fame players on their squad, the brothers, actually, the Wayner brothers. Paul big, big Poison and Little Poison. Big Poison and Little Poison. Called that because of the uh, um, way that the Brooklyn fans referred to them. The big person and the little person. They also, uh, the Brooklyn fans also nicknamed Stan Musial. Stan the man. Here comes that man <sighs> again. Stan the man. So they were, Brooklyn fans had a lot of impact <laughs> on um, the nicknaming of, of, uh, of famous baseball players from the past, but they're not involved in any way, shape, or form with this uh, game of <laughs> yeah. Right, of okay, play. okay. So let's get to so uh, what. What is the the crux of this thought experiment? So the th- crux of this thought experiment, uh, inspired by these challenging times, um, is the 1927 Yankees, synonymous as the greatest team of all time, beat the Pittsburgh Pirates four games to nothing in the 1927 World Series. But what if? What if? <laughs> what if? The Pirates had better players. What if you had taken players, let's say Negro League players, who were contemporary, uh, contemporary to 1927. Playing in 1927. Playing in 1927. Who were not allowed to play in the Major Who were games. not allowed because of Judge Kennesaw Mountain Landis and a lot of other issues, as we know, the The uh, the so-called color line in baseball was not broken until 20 years later, 1947, when Jackie Robinson came to the Brooklyn Dodgers. However, if Pittsburgh had been allowed to sign these players and put them on their team, what kind of result might have happened in the 1927 World Series? Would it uh, create a more balanced uh, matchup? Would it have created a more balanced matchup? Or potentially, would it tip the balance greatly in the favor of pittsburgh so the 1927 yankees featuring babe ruth and lou gehrig versus the integrated or, pittsburgh pirates or woke pirates <laughs> <I prefer. laughs> yeah the woke pirate yeah okay we'll call them the woke Pirates. they became woke in 1927 so let's uh let's go to the lineup so you can see a little bit of who we're uh working with here so i'll go through the lineup i'll be playing as the Pirates. So the woke, obviously the woke, pirates. the woke pirates. So obviously the first choice, the only choice to lead off for such a team, would be cool Papa Bell. Cool Papa. Cool Papa. Uh, we prefer to call him lukewarm father. <laughs> yeah, cool Papa is. Uh, I mean, come on, he's yeah, for- he he famously, I I, I believe was said to have scored from first on a sacrifice bunt. Yeah, that's the I really Ken Burns baseball thing then. Really I have a hard nuts. time seeing how that would be physically possible, yeah. but anyway, he was really fast, he was a really good baseball player. Yeah. Ken Burns baseball is, is kind of a chore, but it's a, it's it's obligatory. It is obligatory. All right, so that's that's where I, I learned the name Cool Papa Bell, and then when you see his stratomatic card, you're like, "Yeah, that guy uh that guy should be leading off for for a team like this." All right, so he's batting second. Uh Oscar Charleston if you look at the numbers you'd say that guy's like the greatest player of all time he and and some people do consider him among the the greatest of all time Did he ever hit 400 probably right? probably uh I mean his his stratomatic card you 391 average 478 on base percentage 32 home runs 45 doubles that's insane Yeah so he's so he's batting second, uh, third. I kept an original twenty seven pirate because I couldn't replace all of them. Big poison. Big poison. He's uh he's gonna bat third. He I mean he was good. He was a good player. Not a lot of power, but you know he hit three eighty. Sure. Good player. Uh, cleanup. Gotta go with Josh Gibson. Yeah. Uh, the big catcher. Seven oh one slugging. Not a great defensive catcher, but I mean. He was famous on the Homestead Grays and the Pittsburgh Crawfords. Right. I did try to uh, get as many players who did actually play in Pittsburgh on the Pittsburgh Crawfords onto this fictional Pirates team. In most cases, they didn't play actually in 1927 in Pittsburgh, but, you know, come on. What am I supposed to do? Come on. I didn't have that many options. Uh, next up, I chose a Cuban player. Cuban. Cristobal Torriente. Why not? I did this based on the fact that his numbers are incredibly good. You can... Yeah, this team is a little bit out of balance in the sense that every single guy on this team is like amazingly good. You could say that that's unfair, but it's also unfair that they weren't allowed to play that's in the major true. leagues. That is absolutely true. Uh, next up, we have Pop Lloyd. John Henry. John Pop Henry. Pop Lloyd. I believe Babe Ruth, actually... Paul said that he was the greatest player that he had ever seen. That is true. In in an interview after Babe retired, he said, uh, somebody asked him who was the greatest player he ever saw, and he said, ever? Meaning, do I have to limit myself strictly to the white players? And the guy said, no, ever. And he said, well, that would have to be John Henry Lloyd. Pop Lloyd. Yeah, so Pop Lloyd's going to be playing shortstop for me. And to his credit, Honus Wagner the great shortstop of the Pittsburgh Pirates of the early part of the century, said he was uh, honored to be c- compared to Poployd. Wow. Wokonus. Woconus. Only person named Honus that I've ever... Johannes. Johannes Hans Wagner. John. John Wagner. John Wagner. All right. Next up, I have a Pi trainer. Pi. The man's name is Pi. Um... I mean, he's a good defensive third baseman. Yeah, and we'll be making fun of that nickname for the rest of the game, so we'll just uh, move on. And then uh, rounding out the lineup, uh, position players, uh, another Cuban, Martin DeHigo. I'm going to say he's my favorite player of this bunch. He can play every position except catcher. He's a pitcher in addition to being a position player. Yes. Just a solid all-around player, Martin DeHigo. And then on the mound, uh, we have to go with Satchel Paige. Of course. Pro- maybe the greatest pitcher of all time. Possibly. Um, he claimed to have, like, he threw a no-hitter, and then he, like, took a train to another city and threw another shutout I believe on it. the same day. I believe it. I uh, mean, if cool, Papa Bell could score from first on a bunt. A I lot of tall tales, me. but I, Why not? probably is the greatest. One of, if not the greatest, pitcher of all time. So sure. he'll be pitching for me. So you'll be batting first, so we'll go through your lineup as we uh, as, we start, as, the as game. we start the game. game okay so as you as you hear the dice roll we'll tell you the results hear it hear it yeah i think that's pretty batting bad. first earl combs. combs combs a little c-o-m-b-s He's a Hall of Famer. He batted 356 in 1927, and he was the leadoff batter for what's called Murder's Row. And he promptly hits a ground ball to shortstop, and that's picked up nicely by, I believe, uh, John, Henry. John Henry Lloyd. Throws him out. All right, one away. Next batter is Mark Kennig. 6'10". Ele- no. No, six nine. six nine. Ground ball shortstop, X. All right, let's bust out that twenty-sided die. Twenty-sided dice will determine whether Pop Lloyd will make this play. Sixteen. He does. All right, so now, cool. Come on. Pop all right, Lloyd. now the moment you've all been waiting for. Everybody, all the kids are happy. They've uh, they've been eating their baby Ruths, and they've been just clamoring, <laughs> clamoring to see the big bambino come up. And yes, it is the famous 1927 vintage model Babe Ruth. Uh, i one of his greatest seasons. Sixty home runs. Sixty home runs. 138 walks. Average of 356. And the Babe singles one to eight. Now I got to roll the 20 sided dice again to determine whether Babe will single or line out to second baseman Martin DeHigo. Martin DeHigo. and he gets it through. Babe smokes one through. All right, so the babes on first. Babes on first. And who who is... else would be coming up but... Lou Gehrig.
1: <laughs> that was the
0: voice of Lou's mother, of course. From Pride Lou... of the Yankees. Lou! Yes, if you've ever seen the movie Pride of the Yankees, it's an inspirational film uh, featuring uh, Gary Cooper as Lou Gehrig. It's got some issues. It's, it's a little tough to make it through the whole movie. I mean, the speech at the end... Sure I only like, found that the only part that's tough to make it through... Is um, The dance sequence when they go to the nightclub? they go to the inexplicable sequence. dance uh, in Chicago They were like after the game and there's a dance sequence. I, I don't know what's going on there and um, What about the, the part where they eat? I think that makes up for it though is the fact that it's got not one but two spin oops, Sorry, not one but two maybe even three spinning newspaper sequences in there. and and when you're in a when you're in a film That's got spinning newspapers Yeah Something good. And Lou also liked to eat a lot of pickled eels. He was German. He was a and, German boy. Um, here he goes. And he hits a single off of uh, Page's card. Off of Satchel Page's own card. Yeah, base hit. Lou's, uh, uh, we're not gonna. We're gonna let uh, Babe just gonna hold up there at second base. We don't need to do anything more with him. In this. he's hoop. a little hungover. He's okay, not. Uh, uh, no, he's, hey, he's not fully into the game yet. You gotta say. He got a base hit. Yeah, but you know. Bottom line, Bob Musil. Another part of Murderer's Row. And had a brother who played for the New York Giants at the same time. And whose name was Irish Musil. Irish Irish. But this is Bob. Bob hits a high fly ball to left field. Calling for it. And under it and put his out. I don't know who your left fielder is, but he just made an out. That's three outs. And that's three outs. All right. So end of the top of the first. And the Yankees failed score. But they get a couple men on the men you would expect to get on. Yeah. The Babe and Lou. The Babe and Lou. Uh, and then here come the uh, the Mighty Pirates leading off the Cool Papa Bell. All right, we're on to uh, Wait Hoyt's Wait Waite Hoyt. Six, nine. Waitie. That's a line-out, so Cool Papa Bell. W-A-I-T-E Hoyt. Hoyt. He's my pitcher. He's in the Hall of Fame. His name sounds like... Uh, Someone trying to trying to get someone's attention. He's like, wait, 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 wait. yeah. Kind of a like. <laughs> doesn't Never. that sound like a sort of a midwestern person trying to get someone's attention? Wait, wait, wait. Anyway, Oscar Charleston up next, uh, and he looks like he is getting a walk. Oscar I don't know Charleston. How to, I don't know how to feel after that wait wait thing, but um. I'm just trying to get into his head. I'm going to have to hold. I'm going to bring Lou Gehrig over to hold on to uh Yeah, Charleston's Charles sure. a double A. Cause he, he so we the... could briefly maybe talk about stealing. It's another thing where you have to roll the 20 sided die to determine uh, whether your guy can steal the base or not. And double A is the best yeah. for stealing. And then. Actually, triple A. Triple A, but I—it's rarely seen in the game. But okay, technically, there's triple A and then double A, A, B, C, D, E. Yeah. Uh, so Oscar Charleston's double A. Just, just, all you need to know is just more numbers, more rolling of dice. We'll—we'll we'll tell you what happens. Don't worry about it. Numbers, rolling of dice cards gnashing of teeth gnashing of uh, teeth all right so paul, paul Wayner's batting third uh, rendering of garments <coughs> rendering or rending i think it's rending rending so paul Wayner's up next and um rendering some people might say that he doesn't deserve to be batting third on this team based on if you look at the numbers He's a but i thought you know i'll give him a little bit of respect hold on, third. big poison six three so back on wait 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 uh, that's a fly ball right field X. The gift it keeps on giving, huh? And uh, that's a four. It's an out four. So the babe's under it, and um, the runner it. has to hold. So uh, Charleston cannot tag, do anything, because the babe's got a rocket arm, because he was also a pitcher, as you know. Okay, next up is Josh Gibson. Yes. Josh is a pretty impressive ball player. All right, 5 2. That's a fly ball left field. That's Musel. Twelve. He's up. All right. So the pirates get a man on, but they don't threaten too much. All right. So murders row continues with our boy Tony Lazzari. Tony Lazzari, who was a famous Italian American baseball player, who uh, held down the fort until Joe DiMaggio joined the ball club. Was Tony, Tony Lazeri the first Italian American? Tony Lazeri player? is. One of the only players to, uh, along with Gehrig, to bridge the um, Murderers Row Yankees to of the 20s to the Bronx Bombers. From the movie uh, Pride of the Yankees, The Yankees of Today. I really encourage you to see Pride but of Yankees. But actually, that's the Yankees of 80 years ago. And he just uh, connected with a Satchel Page fastball and drove it deep, deep into center field, and it is gone. So, he did not make it through Murder's Row without uh, getting some kind of uh, attack. Uh, and there it is. Home run Spot by our man. Lazari. Lazari. Somewhat unexpected, but all right. Pat Collins. So, now we get to the weak part of the 27 Yankees. These are guys It, is, that, it really falls off the table. Yeah, it falls off the table because we have Pat, Pat Collins followed by Joe Dugan, another Irishman. And then we have Wade Hoyt, or... Wait, hoy, as we like to call him, Pat Collins. Grab ball shortstop. The popper is uh, up with it, throws, and gets him. Pat was hustling down the line. I have to give him credit, but not to be. All right, one away. One away, and the jump at Joe Dugan. Third baseman for the 1927 Yankees at two home runs. Two. Two. Bay Count One two. two sixty. Seven struck him out. All right, Satchel's back on it. He's a little miffed. now. He's got wait the waiter, the weight man, Hoyt. He, he's miffed about the home run, but now he's he, he's gonna wait. Your... Wait, Hoyt was actually a preppy guy. I think he was a prep prepster. I think he was a college man. Well, Lou Gehrig was a college man, was he? Yeah, Lou Gehrig went to Columbia. But would you describe Lou Gehrig as a prepster? No, he was not a prepster at all. In fact, but he did work in the um in the, in the uh, fraternity house he was like a waiter his mother cooked in the fraternity it's all in the film if you see it but it, it's also <laughs> based on truth um, and he uh, ground balls to first base and he's out alright mm. that's it so the Yankees get on the board in the second inning with a long just a prodigious drive by Tony Lazzari. prodigious prodigious Okay, let's jump ahead to the bottom of the third. Uh, we're gonna join the action uh, with Pete uh, getting a little uh, strategic with a man on first and Satchel page coming up. Uh, I'm gonna sacrifice, point. But... So I didn't even really need the picture sitting card, but <laughs> I had to get it at some point, so here we go. And the sacrifice is successful. It's a sac- Satchel, Sacrifices Martine over to second. Satchel Page is an all-around player. One out. Back to the top of the order. Cool Papa Bell. He's got big feet. How, how do you know that? I've seen pictures. <laughs> of his feet. Alright. Right field, uh 14. The babe. What, what's his deal? He's gonna make that play. That's an out four. Nobody's moving anywhere. Runners are holding. Alright, two gone and Charleston. Oscar, I keep thinking of the, the dance, the Charleston. Yeah, I don't. I, I know that there is a dance called Charleston, but I I couldn't tell you what that entails. I live exactly. in the past. I think you've noticed, maybe have noticed that I tend to live a little <laughs> bit in a in another world of nostalgia and wow, just distant memories. Yeah. why well, how do you think that's affected me? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> six six. That's a pop out. All right. Innings done. Everything is done, and Wade Hoyt is is getting these guys out. All right, on to the top of the fourth now. Uh, The Leading off uh, for the Yankees will be Tony Lazeri, who uh, smoked a uh, long, just a tremendous home run. It was uh, unexpected uh, to see it travel as far as it did. I certainly wasn't expecting it. Yeah, a deep, deep home run um, here at, uh, I guess, the Forbes Field, Pittsburgh. Is that where they played in nineteen twenty. Sure. Okay. Lazare, I don't know what Tony's uh, nickname was. He hits a ground ball to third. There's a lot of things involving this basic fielding chart X chart thing. Um, that's an out. Oh, what is your third baseman? He's a one. It's Pie Trainer, ah, of course. Pie Trainer. Is he? does uh, that nickname Pie Trainer? Is that the? Uh, is it named after the the? like the food, like a cherry pie, well, apple spelled, pie? It's or is spelled it... that way. Okay. It's not spelled like the number, the mathematical so concept. It's... Okay, so it's not, he's not like 3.14... 3. I don't know. That okay. could be wrong. I only know... Yeah. Yeah. Well, we can't nine. be spreading disinformation on those podcasts. Sorry, we need to have, we need to have only quality information, and you need people need to be able to trust... The Podomatic podcast. Yeah, that when well, we say stuff, it's been it's been fact checked and accurate and it's in the information is true like this for instance pat collins um was a priest pat collins was a priest yeah before he joined the yankees he was in a seminary he left the priesthood he left the priesthood to join yes the murderers row yankees? yeah there was a team uh at the seminary and uh, pat Hit a long, long home run, and it so impressed the scouts that he said, "Pat." Yeah, but he hit it off a priest. Hit it off a priest. I mean, uh, presumably. No, no, he, he did not against... hit it off. A, he did not hit it off a priest. He hit it off a um, a guy who was in the penitentiary at Sing Sing. They were. Um, he hit it off a prisoner. Yeah, the seminarians were a traveling team, and they played against the prison team at <laughs> Sing Sing. You don't believe me? I, I guess I have to. Pat Collins. Pitcher. No, he's out. Satchel Paige is having none of it. He said, I don't care. I don't sit care sit about down. your backstory. He said, sit down, priest. <laughs> All right. Um, Now to the bottom of the fourth inning. Back to the Pirates. We've got Paul Wayner, Big poison. 4-11. 11 First base. Lou, Lou Getty. Oh! uh, Boots it. Sorry, Lou. Yeah, again, Pride of the Yankees, if you've seen Lou working on his first base skills, he was a little bit. He was nicknamed by his uh, bride to be Tanglefoot. So uh, he. um, That's Come on. (laughs) All right, Josh Gibson, 6 3. Double play. No, that's a fly ball oh. to the babe. Three. Uh, out. No, babe, safe at second on an error. Wow. Does that mean that <sighs> I've got second and third, and nobody out? Yeah, babe, man. The 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 spotty fielding. Yeah, he lost the, the babe and, babe and Lou. I, I at mean, the you don't think they're on the take, do you? Uh, well, you know, because no. later in after the season, 1927, they're going to be going on the barnstorming. That's right. That's the, true. The Bustin' Babes and the Lareppin' Lose. Lareppin'. Lareppin'. Only time you ever heard that word in your yeah. life. Well, maybe the they're trying to of... make some extra dough. I don't know. All right. Cristobal Toriente. Flyball C. Yes. Runners hold. Right? No, they don't. They Oh, no, that's the ground balls. Uh, yeah, yeah, Runners don't... hold. Runners hold. So. Alright, one away. So he's out. Torriente's out, and Pop Lloyd's coming up. Second, third, one out. Uh Uh-oh. Two, seven. Oh, dang. That's a single one to 17. So if I get one to 17, then I score a run. He's rolling the 20-sided dice. Stand by. (laughs) Stand by. (laughs) He's in there. Ten. All right. Worked. And then all of a sudden, it's a tie ball game off the bat of John Henry Lloyd. Yeah, it's a one to one game. What's the uh, what is the running of the John Henry Lloyd? Uh, he's an A. I'll hold on to him. All right. Who's on third? Uh, who is on third? No, That's you're supposed question. to say who's on first. Ah. Uh, so you knew we'd get there sooner or later, right? I think it's. Wait. Who is on third? All right, so the Yankees tacked on another run with a Lou Gehrig RBI single in the fifth inning, and then the Pirates failed to respond in the bottom of the inning. And then uh, Tony Lazzari steps up again in the top of the sixth. Wait for it. Tony Lazzari again, starting off. And again, Tony gets a high drive, this time into left field. Back, 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 away, back to the wall. It's gone. The second solo home run of the day for Tony Lazeri. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding. Yankees keep on the pressure in the seventh, loading the bases with nobody out. Let's pick up the action there. Uh, Things get a little bit interesting, so no spoilers. Yeah, no spoilers. No spoilers. Base is jugged. Who's, how many outs? Zip. feel bad about what's happening here. Walked in a run. You gotta go talk All to right, Satchel. I gotta, give me Satchel, I gotta talk to him. All right, Satchel. Him. He's mic'd up. All right, come on. Let's uh, calm down here a little bit. We'll get some guys behind you, but I want you to get out of this one. Wow. All right. I gotta get some guys warming up in the bullpen. who's already hit two home runs today. Ooh, struck him out. Satchel Paige, Pat Collins, the priest, the seminarian. Five niner, struck him out. Satchel Paige with the bases loaded, limiting the damage. Joe Dugan popped up, Satchel. nicely done. I mean, he, what did you say to Satchel you're Paige? Not, he, he's not. What on earth did you say to Patchel Pat, Pat, Hage? <laughs> satchel Page. People don't consider him the greatest pitcher of all time he, for nothing. You he know? pulled some stuff out of his satchel. We got who we had to get on the same page first. All right, so now we're gonna, skipping ahead to the bottom of the ninth after the. Uh, so-called woke Pirates have failed to wake up good one uh, Yeah, well and either of the seventh or the eighth innings. Actually, you know I should say that we we do feel kind of bad at this point about the, what's happening to the Pirates Yeah, I think if, if you're a neutral observer, you'd probably be pawn for the Pirates in this game. Well, absolutely but, but uh, that's not how it was working out. No, so we go to the ninth Yankees leading four to one. All right, last chance. Saloon. Saloon for these pirates. Yeah, this this is, they gotta do something here. Poploid. Two seven. That's a single one to 17. Uh, okay, pop again going. Base hit. Base hit, Poploid's on. See a three run home run. Pie trainer. The pie man. It's decent. Six eight. Fly ball, center field. The Higo. One ten. Gone. What? That's a clean home run. Clean home run. One ten. Gone. So what's that make it? The score? That makes the score four to three. Holy smokes! And this is the bottom of the ninth. Bottom of the ninth. There's one out? There's one out. Dang. Satchel's gonna... up next, but I'm going to have to pinch hit for him. Yep. And mm. the person I'm going to pinch hit is a guy who, in real life, was probably the second best player on this team. Yep. But I moved to the bench. The brother of Paul, it's Lloyd Wayner. Oh, my goodness. He's pinch hitting. Lloyd. So the bases are clear with one out. It's now a four to three game and Lloyd Wayner is gonna come up to the plate. Five ten catcher's card. Hmm three. It's a weak fielding catcher. Seven. Seriously? Yeah. Safe at first on error dribbler. Dribbler. He hit a dribbler. He hit a dribbler and he got on. Lloyd. Lloyd Wainer. was dribbling and <sighs> he couldn't pick up the ball. How was he supposed to? How was Lou Gehrig supposed to pick up the ball? With, he was, with, he was he was supposed drib- to be a professional baseball yeah, player? Lloyd's dribbling. Player. All right. So Lloyd's on for the top of the lineup. Still one out. What is Lloyd's can run? Ken. Lloyd's a B. Okay. Well, we'll hold him. All right. We need a double play. Cool Papa Bell, four to three game, one out, one man on for Cool Papa Bell. Six seven. I've seen it before. It's that ground ball to second base. No. X. No. I'm sorry. It's not. It's a single one to nineteen. Your, your eyes deceive. My you. eyes deceive. I kept <laughs> seeing the four six four seven. This was a six. Then that's a single one to nineteen. The gods of Stradomanic smile um, upon you. I just I have to roll one to nineteen. And I do. Oh, Two heck. men on Oscar Charleston. Oh, this could be miraculous. It is four to three. One out. Two men on Oscar Charleston. Well, this couldn't ask for a better situation than this. Oh, no. walk. <laughs> <laughs> so now that we got a base hit wins the game. A base hit wins the game. And the man who's coming up. Oh, ironically. Ironically is not one of the players who is added to this team, but one of the original members. That's Paul Weiner Wow. Who is, I mean. You can't pitch it for that guy. You can't pitch it for that guy. And his brother just came into the game. We'll see if that inspires him a little bit. Paul weiner I believe his brother will be scoring the tying run. If, if in fact, Paul does get on. You just don't want to hit that double play. Lloyd's on third base. Yeah, one out. One out. Paul for all the crackers right here. Four. Four. Third base. Oh, dear. Let's do One. Single. <laughs> Single. Single. <laughs> and Cool Papa Bell... Stretching. Oh, no, I don't think you can stretch. Why not? It's a single one. Runners advance one base. Oh! <laughs> I don't well, now it's a tie game. Yeah, I don't think you can stretch him. So, so it's a tie game. It's a tie game that off is, the bat of Paul Wayne. That is just silly.
1: Oh, Bases no! still
0: loaded. Josh Gibson. Still one out. And Josh Gibson coming up. Oh, dear God. This is humiliating. Wait, 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 wait. I gotta talk to my man, time out, time out, I'm gonna ice Josh Gibson a little bit and tell Wait Hoyt the sad story about Josh Gibson and how (laughs) I once read in a book, um, and I always remember it because the way they describe it, that Josh was sad toward the end of his career and he started drinking, he said Josh was drinking heavily and had ballooned to 230 pounds. Two hundred thirty. That's not. But funny. I always remember they described it as it, that he ballooned, and I thought that kind of undercut the tragedy. <laughs> Seriously, because it kind of like made it sound kind of, kind of clownish. So I'm telling all this to Wade. Wade's kind of nodding along. He's smiling. He thinks it's pretty funny. Um, I don't think Josh is uh, amused at this point. No. In fact, I think it might have backfired on me because I think I might have just got Josh Gibson pretty pissed off. So I'm just going to stop <laughs> talking right now <laughs> and let this game proceed. Josh Gibson. Base is loaded. Tie game. One out. Josh Gibson. On the pitcher's card, that's a 6-4. Fly ball center field. Could be a run. It could be the scoring run on a sack fly. I got a one out there. I got Coombs. He's a good, good fielder. And it is. 20. You gotta roll those dice again. We gotta prolong the agony. Prolong. 14. Out four. Out four. Runners hold. Get out of <laughs> here. Josh Gibson just got under it. There's now two outs. It's a tie game. Base is loaded. Still, base is loaded. Crystal ball Crystal Ball Torriente. Torriente. If you score four runs in the bottom of the ninth inning and win this game. I mean We didn't plan this. We didn't script it this way. We did not script it this way, but This is what's actually happening. This is this is this is actually happening. This is real life. This is Crystal Ball (laughs) Torriente. This is real life. That looks like three five. That's it. Triples, triples. No, it's not a triple. Oh wait, it is a triple. <laughs> Let's just see what it would be. It would be a triple. Wow. And the game is over. In fact, walk. That's a three-run triple. Three-run triple. You scored six runs in the bottom of the ninth, and in fact, won this game going away. Cristobal Toriente with the walk-off triple.
1: So what did that? What happened? What did we see? What
0: did we see there? Then, let's take a pause and and reflect, and then we'll come back with some post game analysis. All right. All right. What a game! Uh, I'm still a little bit in uh, shock. About what just happened, so Um, the pirates come all the way back in the bottom of the ninth inning, end up scoring six runs to make the final seven to four in favor of the uh, the the woke pirates, the integrated Pittsburgh Pirates, uh, and everybody contributed to the team. It was true. It was an all around team effort. I mean, the the thing about this team is uh, they're stacked. I mean, it's like it's ridiculous. They literally, I think every Player in the lineup is a Hall of Famer. Yes, which is sort of unfair, but again, it's unfair that they weren't allowed to play in the major leagues at the time. So that's true. I feel like it's uh, and they just sort of humiliated the 1927 New York Yankees, and um, that is a humiliation. They they really blew it. They really did, and uh, I I just I stand. um, It's actually does surprise me a little bit that it took as took it as long as, as it did to get to the seven runs. Um but um I would think that this team as they stand probably would average about seven runs a game because they were that good. But wow, that was uh that was a surprising result. The Yankees, I can see them right now. They're they're still down a lot of them are still just milling around in the dugout and the Pittsburgh the Pittsburgh fans are just they're beside themselves. They've gone wild in Pittsburgh. They've gone wild in Pittsburgh and I think they're they bought into this this experiment. And I think that they uh they wish that uh their Pirates uh, could stay this way. But no, they're not going to be able to stay this way because uh, that's not the way it happened. <laughs> it's not the way it happened in real life, unfortunately that's... for uh, all these players and all the people that would have uh, liked for uh, these Pittsburgh Pirates to be better. But Yeah, I mean, if that game had actually happened that way in the 1927 World Series, it would have been one of the greatest games ever played. It would have been one of the greatest comebacks of all time. The mighty 27 Yankees losing... Uh, in the bottom of the ninth inning in the World Series, that would have been a story. And it's a story that was not told until today. (laughs) Until we told it just now. Until we told it just now.